What's up, Noah? Yeah, how you doing today? Good, I man. Just had a question. So, yeah. What did the Raiders tweet exactly? My bad. No, no, you're good. So, the Raiders tweeted uh, in response to the Chauvin verdict that uh, basically they tweeted, I can breathe. No, no make statement, nothing like that. Just said, I can breathe. And uh, obviously, it's catching a lot of flack on social media. There's been, um, you know, I think there's about 49,000 quote tweets and about 1400 likes so they're getting ratioed the hell out of them right now and uh yeah just wanted to get people's feedback on it i think that's completely fucked up i don't like what does that even mean i don't know yeah i mean you know i think that the thing is uh, you know i just saw i saw a tweet saying that mark davis is the one that put it out uh i think that the whole the his his thought was that it came out wrong um and then you know the thing is you know when we looked at the george floyd murder and we saw you know what he said was i can't breathe and then at the same time during the protests the counter protesters were wearing shirts to say i can breathe so i think that that's where a lot of the frustration is drawn from i think it's incredibly tone deaf in, in a moment of them trying to be woke um and it just kind of shows some you know lack of diversity on that social media team are you a- i'm sorry are you a raiders fan yeah i'm a raiders are fan. you still going to be a raiders fan yeah, well, so it's a little different for me. I mean, my dad won two Super Bowls with the team. Uh, I've been a Raiders fan since birth. So, I mean, it's, it's different for me. Whereas <laughs> I put that on my grandma, my mama, everybody. I worried. But, yeah, I mean, you know, so that, I think that's the thing, though, is, you know, the question is, you know, one one question I have is, you know, obviously that this is where we have the need for diversity on social media, right, or social media teams. You have a situation like this where somebody thought it was a good idea. They hit send, and there's nobody to fact check that. There's, there's nobody to give checks and balances. Yeah, I think I think a big. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, uh, this is the first time I've tapped in one of your rooms, but I appreciate you opening up this topic and uh, just having a you know candid conversation about this. I didn't even know that the writers had tweeted that. I'm a diehard Niners fan, um, but I'm from Oakland, California. Um, definitely. Uh, follow the organization toughly and um yeah i mean i I guess like for me you have this uh in the world right now it's like everybody's always at this competition and it's funny because it's a sports team where it's all about competition but everybody has to compete to be first like to say something like you have every single sports team sports league making statements and like you you get caught up in that and it's like okay we have to make a statement like what are we gonna say and it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, if it was that deep or if it was, um, you know, like you said, if it was Mark Davis just tweeting out something himself or if it was like really a social media team, like we're just going to leave this one statement out there and, you know, leave it at that. And that's going to be get a lot of like likes and, you know, reactions or what. But it's like, man, like this isn't something that you play around with. It's better to be accurate yes. than it is to be you know first it's better to be take your time and do something that's thoughtful even if it sounds generic or even if it sounds you know and and, and, and most importantly you know fuck the statements it's about what you do you know yeah. at the end of the day like what are, what are the actions of some of these uh teams and these organizations and these leagues like i mean you can make as many statements as you want but like <clears throat> 
what's going on? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I think that's a, I think that's a really good point because you got people that, you know, people post on social media all, all the time. You know, I talked about this on my podcast a couple of weeks ago is that, you know, you have people that that'll post on social media and, you know, be like black lives matter. Or they'll put a, they'll put a sign in front of their house, but what are you really doing? You know, are you, are you the same person that you say black lives matter, but if somebody gets into an elevator with you, you're clutching your purse, you know? And so those are the, those are the statements that where it's like, it, it's tough being, you know, you, Obviously, optics look good, right? And to speak of, to talk about statements real quick, you, you as a Niner fan, this is what the Niners wrote. As an organization that serves an important role in our community, the, the 49ers have a re- responsibility to speak out against racism and hate. While the verdict in Minnesota is a step towards justice, we still have a long way to go in the equitable treatment of co- communities of color. We will continue to use our platform to drive awareness, to spark conversation, and dry, inspire action. We will also continue to support organizations creating racial equality and policing, ending mass incarceration, and promoting educational and economic advancement for the black community. This work must and will go on. Yeah, I mean, and and there's a lot of statements from a a lot of teams. I haven't read through all of them, but honestly, like, again, I really appreciate you even having this room and this topic because it inspires me. You know, I do uh, 49ers podcast work as well. I I have to tap in with you. I I heard you have a podcast as well, so definitely want to check it out. I'm a huge NFL fan, and, you know, I'm just always, even if it's not my team, I'm always interested to see, like, what people um, who I respect think, so I definitely have to tap in. But, But I think it's, like, it's really interesting to, like, basically like i think brett Favre. uh, i think i saw something recently where brett Favre had some quote about like he really wants to keep politics out of sports and like yeah people gotta realize man it's 2021 like i mean life is life everything is intersected there's no this is a social media age like everything is all one you know you can't you can't really uh compartmentalize and separate things where people at the end of the day like whether you're an employee of a company or you're you know a player on a team or whatever the case is like it's different you like at, one, at some point you're gonna have to realize that we're in a different world is and, and and um you have to move accordingly and this is all one if you want to make a comment you know it's okay to be you know have a opposing viewpoint to something but um there's some things that um yeah you're rightfully gonna get you know attacked for if you do it yeah. and hence this tweet <laughs> that's gonna happen but here's the thing so you know you talk about brett Favre, and you know he wants to keep politics out of sports but isn't it funny how the only time they want to keep politics out of sports is when it's something Man. that goes against what they what their views are exactly it's like if you if if it's if we're kneeling against if we're kneeling at the national anthem, then you want to keep politics out of sports. But you also want to tell us that we need to stand for the national anthem. Yep. So yeah. it's, it, it's or or, it's, the, or they even have the national anthem in the games in the first place. I mean, right. I, I mean, to a certain extent, it's like yeah, you know, it's one of the few things that we have in the country where it's like you have a sense of patriotism, or you know, because they've they've. Uh, it, they've incentivized it that way. They've they've course, structured yes. it that way, where they've done it behind the deal. There's money involved. There's there's a lot of factors that go into that. But it's the one of the few things that we do, um, where the, you know typically in the past there has been you know national anthems and that that's, we acknowledge that. But it's like that itself is politics and sports. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? If you really want to break it down, um, so I mean, all these things you know matter. And I and I think like having a statement about. Like even the the one you read from the Niners, um, just about uh, we are a part of our community, you know, or a big part of our community at the end of the day. And it's yeah. like we're we're going to make a statement because we're continuously trying to um, and you can, again, question the validity of things, especially if people always look at the Colin Kaepernick situation when they talk about the Niners and whatnot. And like, you know, if we have any um, 
I don't know, culpability and, you know, what happened. And I, I think the football side, as, as again, as a football diehard Niners fan who follows the team closely, I know that, like, the general media and general mainstream and general people that are woke's perception of kind of how Kaepernick left and what everything Kaepernick did, I kind of have, like, somewhat mixed feelings on that, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But at the same time, like, to me, it's about actions. Like, you can make whatever statement you want. I think it's relevant to make statements. But, you know, it's about actions. And I know a lot of these teams have donated a lot of money, which is great. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about action. So, and I, and I am one person who believes that regardless of something is genuine or not, the fact that the end product of it, whether it's a donation or otherwise, would go to a good cause is still a good thing. You know, I don't, I don't really it's not even the fact that you're truthfully genuine about it because now this is a popular thing to do. Now this is the way every team had to make a statement, you know, or some sort of like post. but Hey, if that, even if it's disingenuous, like F it, like at least there's some level of progress, a conversation is being started. You started this room. I'm in it, you know, like a conversation is being started. So that's at the end of the day, a net win. I think that's the biggest thing is that, you know, you need to have those conversations. So I I see that, I, so I'm looking, I'm looking just through Twitter right now. And I, mm-hmm. I saw that they, that they spoke with Mark Davis about it. And apparently Mark is more tone deaf than, than I thought, because he basically said, if I offended the family, then I'm deeply, de- deeply disappointed. Basically he said that he's going to stay. He stands by his tweet. Tweet won't be deleted. He didn't know that the, he didn't know that the, I can breathe was, uh, was used in mocking Eric Garner. He didn't know that the I can breathe was used in mark, mocking George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I don't know. You, you, you kind of have to ask, it's like, well, you know, for somebody who's been around, you know, for Mark Davis being around the, the organization his whole life, his dad being on the forefront as a pioneer in diversity, you know, hiring the first black head coach, the mm-hmm. first Latino head coach, the first Speak female executive. Yep. How do you, somebody who has, you know, supposedly been a champion for this. How, how, how do you not know that that's happening in, in your life? I, I I find it hard to believe. Yeah. I mean, well, even if he didn't know, that's fine, but you know, like that, I mean, you would think, especially around something like this, you'd be a little more educated, but that's fine. Okay. But then like, after the fact, if somebody's telling you what the situation is, how people are interpreting it, and for you to double down, basically, <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, I'm sorry, you got offended. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's the mentality of like, you know, especially Mark Davis, like there's not a lot of respect there. I mean, obviously he moved the team to Las Vegas. Some, you know, I don't know how you feel about that, but some I'm I was upset about it. But I get it. It's a business. It's a you know, they were basically had a great opportunity. I get it. But um, that's really his claim to fame. Similar with Jed York. These are guys that haven't, you know, really established themselves other than just being inheriting, you know, a team. They haven't established them. They're not Jerry Jones. They're not Al Davis. They're not, you know, people that have. Uh, come up and you know found a way or even David Tepper you know finding a way to buy a team yeah. that's not them so it's like it get, again it again goes to that perception of like oh you're just like a spoiled you know like privileged like you know you just it just kind of it just kind of sounds whiny for him to just be like oh well I'm not gonna apologize <laughs> you know right it sounds like you just basically you're used to getting your way and you don't really care what anybody else has to say about it. And if anybody's offended, then so what? And you think that, Oh, well, it'll blow over once, once things happen. But what, what we're seeing is the, the winds of change are really coming. I mean, I think that, you know, the way that the NFL attacked uh, the movement, the way that the, not even the NFL, but the NBA, the MLB, 
everybody across the board has have they really gone into the movement and really have gone into supporting diversity. We're seeing more diverse people in sports. We're seeing more diverse people in, in creative opportunities um, on podcasts. You know, one of the things that I talk about is you don't have a lot of black podcasters out there talking sports. Mm-mm. You know, you have you got a lot of black podcasts out there. You've got people yeah. that are talking music and whatnot, but you don't have a lot of talking sports. And nowadays we're getting more on there and we're getting more people. We're getting more people of color in sports at higher positions. You know, right. you look at Stephen A. Smith, one of the highest paid people in sports. And so I think that that's one of the biggest things is, is creating creating that diversity in that, that environment. But also having people in your organization, people around you to check you and be like, dude, yeah. I that never understand it. that. I, I always, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I always almost get upset with the just that aspect itself, like the checks and balances. Like there's nobody who's checking stuff like that. And I guess if it's the owner, it's a little bit tough. But I mean, at the same time, you, you want to protect the brand. It's like, just right. honestly, like the th- stuff with like Twitter and Instagram, just like when you're at that level, it's not even worth it to, right. to make a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like there, Like even if there has to be a check and balance, like why do you need to go on Twitter? You know, like why is that right. even, why do you even need to do that? As the, as the owner, as the, as a very prominent person, if you're, I mean, this is completely going off tangent. But even if you're like Deshaun Watson and you're um, DMing people from a side, like, why do you <laughs> even need to go? Like, you're you're at such a level where it's like it, everything should be just a sponsored post that, or like something that has a level of approval. You should have yeah. a whole team. It just doesn't even make sense to me. The the risk and the reward, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's uh, what is, you know, for something like this where you have offended people um you're making a bad representation of the organization obviously the the reward of it is it's it the risk of it way outweighs the reward you know what i'm saying like it just doesn't make sense so yeah i mean you got you're training for all the wrong reasons exactly. once again exactly you know everybody's everybody's quick to everybody's quick to train everybody's quick to go viral but you know, sometimes you don't want to. And, you know, and I, I like to use Kanye West as an example, right? Because right. Kanye, Kanye will trend for every reason. Mm-hmm. Kanye is one of those dudes that's basically uncancelable. Free spirit, yep. Free you know, spirit. Yeah. But, but but people give him the pass because they're like, well, you know, he's bipolar and, mm-hmm. you know, he's got this. And, you know, we, we'll give him the pass because his mom passed away. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at something like this, it's like there's no way to, to give a pass. It's like, especially when you come out and say... Like, at least with Kanye, when he says something stupid, he'll come back and be like, well, look, this is what I meant. Yeah. And and <laughs> Kanye's Kanye is an artist. And he's a, right. like he's I always I, I'm glad you brought Kanye up because I always bring him up when I'm having these conversations, when I'm talking to like my cousin who I do my podcast with, where it's like I am. I will probably say, like, I am not somebody who's always going to say my true opinions on things. That's just, that's just a fact. Like there's, right. certain, there's certain things I'm just not going to say publicly, whether it's at work or whether it's on a podcast or whether it's like, I'm just not going to say everything that I talked to my cousin about um, under wraps personally. I'm not going to just put all that stuff out because that's just being professional. There's a level of, if right. you have, if you have, um, if you're a Kanye West and you're an artist and your whole life is based off of like making big statements and, you know, doing things like that, that's one thing. But if you're an owner of a team or doing something in a professional space, you don't have the freedom to just, and you may think it if you're Mark Davis, cause Hey, I own the team. And what, you know, like again, that, that entitled kind of aspect, but like, no, like this is, this is a multi-billion dollar organization that you're a part of. And, um, yeah, you can't just say what you want. That doesn't work that way. Exactly. You know? There's going to be repercussions for it, and there's going to be people that are going to speak out, and there's fans, and you know you've got you know the, the, the I think the biggest thing is the players on the team. How does this impact the players on the team? Mm-hmm. You know, when you've got players on the team that have you know that have had situations where they've been 
you know, stopped by the police, when they've been pulled out of the car, when they've been held at gunpoint, when they've been arrested, when they've been beat up, when they've had family members that have, that's happened to. Because, I mean, let's face it, the NFL is, is predominantly black and we've all faced something either personally or, you know, in our family at one point in one time. So how do you speak to your team knowing that you just said something completely tone deaf and then went back and said, well, I stand by it. I'm not taking it down. I'm sorry if you're disappointed by it. But then you have to go and face these people that, that you're paying, that you're, quote unquote, the owner of. And now you how do you have that conversation? Yeah, man, you push you in a push you in a precarious position to say the least, man. Um, I actually so um, I again, I really appreciate you uh, opening this room. If you want, I mean, this is I'm just gonna throw this out to you. Um, I can like hop on like later, like maybe around eight. I don't know if you wanted to like see if you could do another room, and I can invite like all the people I follow too, and see if we can get like more people in it to talk about it. I don't know if this is the politics and sports things is interesting, and I've never really. I never have on my podcast or just in my talks, even on Locker Room, like peruse the whole um, the topic. But I think today would be a relevant day to do so, especially in light of like everybody's tweets and responses and statements and stuff like that. So it's up to you, man. If you if you want to uh, go on later, I'm definitely down to get on with you. For sure. I'm going to try to get on. Um, I don't know how much time I'll have later because I got other stuff I got to do. But I'm, I'm, if not, we can do it another time for sure. All good, man. Just tap in with me for sure. All right. All right. Yeah, I, Kenny, I don't, I guess it's just me and you here, but, uh, um, yeah. no, I just, uh, I, I, when I saw the tweet, I couldn't believe it. I just, it kind of like my jaw hit the floor. And then the only thing that kind of came up to my mind was it, what if, what if Mark's just covering for a couple of the interns that, you know, I thought about that. I thought about that. And I mean, I know that, you know, with, with social, so with social teams, you have, you've got checks and balances, right? You've got, it has to go through layers. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it basically, it sits there and, you know, people are like, okay, this is, this is what we're going to send out. This is going to go here. We're going to do this. And people have to approve it at different levels. So, you know, I'm hoping that he's covering, but at the same time, I mean, you can't, you can't cover for that. You have to, Especially as the owner, you can't say I did it. It was my tweet. I'm leaving it up. I, I'm just like, if you if you're going to do that, then you should say, you know what, this was tweeted poorly, and we are going to take it down. Admit fault. You know, I think that that's the biggest thing is people just if you admit admit fault and apologize, it's it goes a long way. I I know, and even in relationships, right? Like if you do something wrong, if you say, you know what, I messed up. I'm sorry. It goes a lot further than if you continue to fight it and you push back and you don't, you don't agree with something. So I think that that's where the issue comes with. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's, it's just, I, like I said, it's, it's just crazy. I, I I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And then it just, I don't know. It's, it's just completely insensitive. I mean, there's like, I mean, you, you just said, yeah, that that's all that you can say. I mean, it's just so incredibly bad that it's just like, what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that that's the biggest thing is the fact that they're not taking it down is the, is kind of my thing. Um, you know, and the fact that it's trending all over and everybody's picking it up, it's just going to get uglier and uglier and uglier and uglier. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to see what the morning shows are going to do about it tomorrow. It's just going to be, and I mean, it, and it, and it sucks. It's like, we take two steps forward and then as an organization and then like three steps back, it's just like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing as, you know, when, when this happened with Floyd, right. How long did it take for the Raiders social media team to tweet black lives matter? 
I mean, yeah. it was literally like it was it took for them to I think it was like five o'clock PM that they finally tweeted it out when every other organization, including the Patriots, tweeted it out like as soon as it happened. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talking about earlier on here is that, you know, it's like, yeah, you can you can tweet and you can talk about that. And, you know, it's great to, to post something on social media because a lot of people will just post something and not do anything and no action. But, you know, the optics of it still, you know, especially with a lot of the fan base and Raider Nation, we want to see action. We want to see things. We want to see you doing the right thing. Just even if it's a post, it looks good. Right. And so I think that's the biggest the biggest issue and the biggest draw of concern. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just I mean, I mean, the whole reason my family were were Raiders fans were, you know, the idea of Tom Flores and Jim Plunkett and, you know, Mexican-Americans like having a seat at the table and like getting opportunities. And like, that's the whole reason, you know, my family, you know, we were drawn to the Raiders. And I mean, it's, it's just like for it to go from that to this is, I just, I, I can't, I mean, I just, I don't even know how to like put it out there. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you joining and, uh, and talking with me a little bit. I'm going to shut this room down and, and post, I'm going to post this up, uh, so everybody can listen to it. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you hopping on. Yeah, no problem, Kenny. So there you have it. We have a brief discussion of what kind of went down today and some of the politics and everything that goes around it. Obviously taking action is more important than a post on social media. But at the same time, the optics of a post on social media are what's going to incite that action. Sometimes people need to see something from organizations. They need to see something from people they respect. They need to see something from players that they look up to and from teams that they follow. And those things are what's going to incite change sometimes. Other times it's people being able to get off their ass and do something themselves. But at the end of the day, change isn't going to happen unless people do it themselves. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.